Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today, we're going to talk about influence, and we're going to talk about agents. Um, we're going to delve a little bit into the world of intelligence today. First, we have to clear up some terminology, because you hear something a lot, and it's, it's, it's using vocabulary incorrectly. Um, and this is in a whole lot of movies, but we have to clear this up to move forward. How many times have you heard the term CIA agent? Probably a lot, right? More than likely, that's a CIA officer. An agent is the person the officer is running. An agent is typically somebody who was turned or recruited. Sometimes they were inserted, but that, that's, that's rare. Um, and there are different kinds of agents. Now, one of the most overlooked and also one of the most valuable is a type of agent called an agent of influence. An agent of influence is somebody who is a cultural opinion maker. They can shift thought. They can change the way a target demographic views things. They're, they're not talked about in movies a lot because... It's not like James Bondy, you know. There's there's no casinos, there's no parachutes. These are people who have normal jobs. They could be producers or directors in movies, you know, in the art world. Um, there are a lot of opportunities to get agents of influence. You know, a producer or director could put out a series of films that highlights a particular nation as the bad guy, or as the good guy, or however. They can shift thought that way. Um, you see agents of influence being recruited in the academic world as well to put out uh, think tank pieces that are favorable to the officer's home country, to the intelligence service that is running the agent. Another place you see them is actually in government. That's rare, a little bit more rare, but in elected office. Um, those those types of uh, those types of agents, those are like crown jewels. <laughs> like it doesn't happen very often, but when it does, that is that's a huge win for the intelligence service that's doing it. Another place where it's really common is journalism or uh, daytime TV like talk shows. People who can shift public opinion, right? Imagine you had somebody who was seen as a true patriot and was a cultural opinion maker within that, that demographic. They looked to this person for answers. See, throughout... This person's career, well, they just, you know, run the standard patriotic line the entire time they're having their show or writing their articles or whatever the case may be. But any time the subject turns to the country that is running that agent of influence, well, they find a way to make it your patriotic duty to support this other nation, to support their position. And see, the best part about it 
is that once the, the, the agent's been recruited, it doesn't take much. You don't have to meet him. There's not a lot of dead drops. There's not a lot of face-to-face. -face. They know what they're supposed to do, and they do it. You just have to find the people who would be up for something like that. A good place to look would be people who felt that they deserved more. Perhaps they applied to work for their own intelligence service in their own country and didn't make it for whatever reason. That person would be primed for recruitment. Or maybe they felt that uh, they were uh, in a position that was below their stature. You know, maybe they were, they viewed themselves as somebody who should, you know, be in elected office, who should really be up there high. And here they are writing articles for some magazine. They're disaffected in some way. Those people would be primed for recruitment. And then, once, once the recruitment takes place, there's not really a whole lot to do after that. They know their job. They know what they're supposed to do. So it's really hard to catch them. It's really hard to uh, identify them. Like, let's say the uh, Russians, as an example, because of the current political climate. Let's say they establish some agents of influence in the United States. Today, because of everything that's going on with Ukraine these people would probably be pushing the position that we, we don't need to have anything to do with Ukraine. We need to have nothing to do with that at all. Because that's really Russia's area. They, they have control over that. Even though it's a sovereign nation. They might try to deflect the attention to another nation and pose, make them seem as though they're the greatest threat. And this is how they shift opinion. The United States, for a long time, became heavily reliant, in my opinion, over-reliant, on technical means of gathering intelligence. Signals intelligence, electronic intelligence, satellites, stuff like that. They didn't do a lot of human intelligence. It got cut back. Uh, most other intelligence agencies did not make this mistake. It would not surprise me if there were agents of influence within the United States operating right now on behalf of any number of countries. Another avenue for this, something else that may come up in the future, is seeing these tactics used by non-state actors. Seeing this type of tactic used for normal politics, quote, within a country. Perhaps an intelligence officer um, turning a politician to get them to support this other politician. Using the same tactics, the same techniques, to turn them into an agent of influence for a new doctrine, for a way to supplant the current ideology of a political party and replace it with something new. That's something else that we might see happen. Um, or maybe we already did.
it's uh, one of those things that this is a term and a concept I think people need to become familiar with. Because as we learn more and more information about certain events, I have a feeling that we're going to uh, find out that this tactic, this type of operation where you convert somebody into being your mouthpiece, I think we're going to find out that it, it, it has happened at least once or twice in the United States. Um, now, whether or not it was a non-state actor within the United States or somebody operating at the behest of a foreign intelligence service, well, we'll probably never know because this type of stuff is really hard to track. The other part about it is that one agent of influence, once recruited, can end up creating more. We know how the news cycle works. Let's say, hypothetically, Rush Limbaugh, back in the day, was turned, and he became an agent of influence for a foreign nation. Remember how all the radio shows based their show, all the conservative talk radio shows, they based their show off of his? So if they turned Rush, all of the other shows, all the other cultural opinion makers would follow suit. And in this way, while they're not the most glamorous, these aren't the type of agents that have movies made about them, they're often the most effective. They're often the type that can shift foreign policy of the target nation more than anything else. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.